0: This is episode 407 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, How to Be a Financial Prepper. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Hey, before I get started, I want to ask you a question. If you were to bug out, now we know that we should have bug out bags. We know that we should have plans in place. We know that we're going to get the kids, get the family, shoo them into the vehicle and then initiate our plans. At least that's the way that we all want it to work out. But in that scenario, do you have food that you can easily grab if you needed it? Now, Legacy Food makes a 72-hour bucket that you can easily take along with you. It's all one bucket. It comes with 32 servings. It is a nice little setup for you to take along with you. So Legacy Food has made this available and I want to share this out with you as well. And if it's something that you're interested in, I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can go check it out. So if you are in the market for dehydrated food, you really should look at Legacy because they they do have a great product. Um, there's a lot of other f- dehydrated food companies out there you want to make sure that you are getting a good value for the money that you're that you're dishing out right and so uh you know, legacy does have uh, a little graphic that you can go check out and that kind of gives you a lot of things so maybe ask questions and look for when you look into any dehydrated food company right and so I am an affiliate for them. I am going to put a link in the show notes. If you do purchase from Legacy Food, I do get a little percentage, which is a great little benefit. But I would not be telling you about Legacy if I did not have some of my own and if I didn't use it and I didn't believe in it. So I uh, just want to leave that with, uh, with you there. And if you're interested, there is a link in the show notes. All right. Our article is a very important topic. I mean, I can't stress that enough. If you know, I just would repeat myself over and over and over again. It is very important to get this down. How to be a financial prepper. Now, this is part one of uh, a three part article series. And so, I'm of course, like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And if you want to know more, you can go click into the show note link and you can go down to the bottom of this article and the other articles are linked there. But this is a very important topic. You know, if we believe that we are preparing for an uncertain future, a lot of us believe that that uncertain future would be something economic. And even if it's not, does not start off with an economic issue, right, an economic spiral downward or collapse or whatever, a lot of the things that are out there could cause an economic collapse or an economic spiral uh, when you look into it. And so being financially set or being financially prepared is a great benefit because it puts you in a whole different category of people who are dependent on their jobs or needing to pay bills or not having enough money, barely making it. Right. And so if you are one of those people that are sitting here like Todd, I would love to be able to be financially set or I would love to be you know, in a situation where I am not you know, living in debt and into my eyeballs with bills and all that kind of stuff, then I really think you should listen to this. And I think anybody who is prepping should listen to this because you want to make sure that you don't get yourself into any kind of uh, painful dilemma with finances. And so I think this, again, like I said, this is a very important topic. I know Because of some of the things that I have, questions that I have asked throughout the years and just recently, I know that this is one of the most important topics out there, things that preppers are dealing with. And so I hope that this episode will be a great blessing to you and uh, give you some insight. So let's go ahead and start. Our article comes to us from survivalblog.com. Again, it's entitled, How to Be a Financial Prepper. There are many parts of being a prepper that do not involve money or much money and skills and abilities are invaluable and arguably the most important part of prepping yourself for any disaster. But it would be naive for a prepper to decide that the stuff part of prepping is unnecessary, useless, or just something to be overlooked. No matter the scenario for which you prepare, the financial side of preparedness is unavoidable. With this in mind, it would seem that having our finances in order would be a very important part of any prepper's life. And to this end, I have dedicated this article. When preparing, you should already have a plan in place for the potential threats considered. That plan should be well thought out, on paper, and easily accessible. Having a plan is the first step, but from there, a well thought out financial plan is crucial to the accomplishment of the prepping goal. It would be simple for a person, whether new or seasoned in the preparedness arts, to dive right in, start buying gear, whether necessary or otherwise, and end deep in debt or at very least unable to make ends meet each month. To be as effective and not only in preparedness as is possible, you must prepare your finances. In my humble opinion, the best goal is to live without debt. Either way, prepping your finances is crucial for prepping efficiency. This is effective in not only many Teotihuacan scenarios, but is also practical in a daily application. Maybe your idea of the impending doom is a financial meltdown. This could be worldwide, American, or even a local or industry-related issue. No matter which of these you believe may come, being debt-free gets you started in preparing for that situation. Were some massive financial calamity to occur, whether personal or shared, you would have no worry of the collections man knocking down your door and repossessing your car, your home, or some other item you may have of value. Even if you are not preparing for a financial disaster, you will have much more money to prepare for your version of doomsday. Let me give you some practical examples. There were some studies in 2018 that showed the following The average American household has $16,883 of credit card debt. The average American household pays per year in interest. Assuming a 2% payment, which guys, I'm just going to tell you that's very, very, very low. Assuming a 2% payment, that's about $340 per month in credit card payments. The average monthly payment for a new vehicle is $515 per month. The average monthly payment for used vehicles is $371 per month. If you are an average American household, You are paying over $700 monthly on card payments and one used car. If you have an average loan on two used cars, you could be paying over $1,000 monthly. Granted, depending which study you read, these numbers may differ, but the point is the same. If you are in debt, you are wasting valuable resources on paying back credit cards and car loans. This doesn't take into account the requirement to carry full coverage insurance and any other potential cost associated with simply having a loan. As another example, according to creditcards.com, the average credit card's interest rate is 15%. At the minimum payment of $189, it'll take 10 years and a month to pay off that $4,717. The total payments would amount to $22,869. That's an $18,155 cost for a very small loan. Again, guys, for a $4,000 right under $5,000 loan paying the minimum payments will take you 10 years and a month to pay that off. You wind up paying an extra $18,000. So credit card debt, if you are in credit card debt, that is one thing that one goal that you should have to get out of that. Having debt is very expensive and costs people resources that could be used to otherwise prepare. How much in the way of food, stores, ammunition, medical and first aid resources, and other vital preps could be had with an extra $400 per month? How about $1,000 a month or more, depending on your monthly payments? Guys, isn't that the question I always ask you? What could you do with just $50 or $100 extra a month? But here, I mean, when you're paying off that major debt like that, you're, you're able to put a lot more money towards preparing, saving, and uh, you know, retirement, all that kind of stuff, um, if, if there will ever be a retirement for those of us who uh, are a little bit younger than some of those that are out there already ready to retire. I firmly believe that living debt-free is the way to be. Even purchasing your preps with credit is a bad idea you end up paying significantly more than what the original cost in cash would have been. The example above gives a great illustration for that. Guys, one more thing here about this. There is this idea. I know that some people have said, you know, hey, I'm going to use my credit cards. I'm going to run up my credit card debt and then, um, you know, for preps and buy food and all that kind of stuff. And then um, it'll collapse and I won't have to pay it back. And if, you know, people thought like that for years, they would be completely broke. They would be bankrupt. If I would have thought like that when I first started in preparedness, I would be in deep, deep trouble. And so definitely that is not the view that you should have because we could wind up with a scenario where there is a collapse, but all the bills and all that kind of stuff stays intact. And somehow, you know, they still are able to get their money out of you, whatever that might look like. So don't don't do that. Don't use credit cards to um, to run up a bunch of debt getting ready for doomsday. All right. So let me go ahead and continue. Impossible, you may say. It's not possible to pay off that much debt and still have money left over. Fortunately, this idea is more than just anecdotal for me and my family. A few years ago, my wife and I decided to pay off everything. Just this past March, it finally happened. We are completely debt free Two years ago, we had $4,000 of student loans, $12,000 of car loans, and we also had credit card debt on top of that. Before assumptions are made about our income, we live on less than $30,000 per year for our family of five. Reaching the place of being debt-free is very doable, and it will make preparedness much more doable and much more enjoyable. I no longer have to worry if this prep I'm buying will put us in a financial bind or make next month too tight to bear. I can finally afford to play around with ideas I have instead of settling for this month's leftovers. The operative question becomes, how? How do I do this? Get out of debt and live debt-free. And the answer is more simple than you may believe. You plan. Just as with other aspects of preparation, you need a detailed plan. Before you start paying things off and before you start buying new preps, you need to have a budget. If you do not already have a written budget on paper or tablet or phone, you need one. This is probably the most important piece of advice I could give you. Just as keeping an inventory of ammunition, a list of food, or other catalog of important preps, you must keep a budget. You need to know exactly how much money you have coming in and exactly where every penny has gone at the end of the month. If you're able to track where each cent went you can then adjust your spending accordingly. This is especially important because you can see problematic spending trends and correct them. You would be surprised how quickly a few trips to the corner convenience store and fast food joints each week will add up. Paying more attention to your finances will allow you to notice when bills go up. Stop paying late fees and save more money or use more on prepping. Generally, you will have a better sense of financial security. The unnecessary fees are especially important. Fees are a prepper's enemy. Having worked as an insurance agent for a short time, I have personally seen how getting behind on your finances instead of making your finances work for you can create a cycle of late fees and financial problems. I have seen people every month pay a $30 or higher late fee. Just one bill late each month could be a loss of $400 to $500 per year in fees alone you may find yourself in a similar position. It's not good to continually find yourself paying late fees, overdraft fees, and other fees constantly. The first step is a budget. A budget allows you to know if you are overextended or not. A budget allows you to know if you can afford this prep or that, and also lets you know how long you will need to save for whatever the prep is you are looking at next additionally it allows you to see how to do this without putting yourself in financial jeopardy just as important as having a budget is sticking to it this may require talking it over with your spouse or significant other but the spenders must commit to staying true to the budget or it will not work there are plenty of budget programs and templates out there you can have an excel spreadsheet one of the many budget apps available or if you prefer an old school paper budget book or financial planner. However you do this, you must stick to your budget. This will require discipline. It will take willpower, but it is worth it. The budget is the core of the prepper's financial plan. This plan is what will allow you to be as effective and efficient at collecting and affording the necessary preps for you and your overall preparedness plan. All right, guys, I hope that this podcast and this article here has started to get the juices flowing for you and maybe give you enough reasons to finally sit down and start thinking about your finances and how they affect your preparedness. Think about what you could do if you had a little bit extra money freed up. I mean, if you're someone who is living you know, paycheck to paycheck or, or there's just not enough you know, money there for you to do the things that you want to do. This is what you need to do because you know so a lot of the things that he said in this article are true. You never, you don't realize. How much you spend when you just go to the convenience store? You know, you buy you know uh, a single bottle of water. And have you ever thought about that? Where it would cost you two dollars, where you know for four dollars you can buy a whole case at the grocery store. Um, you know, you never realize those little things. You know, five dollars here, ten dollars here, and they all begin to add up. You know, and so you want to make sure that you are doing the right thing. So there's so many things here. That I hope that you consider just getting starting to sit down and, and do a budget and, uh, you know, giving yourself some, some time to look at what's coming in versus what's going out. You know, one of the tips that I received years ago, a little bit of advice was save every receipt from everything you spend in one month, right? And so even if you, if you, for whatever reason, you know, you, you're contributing at work for something, you know, get a piece of paper, a little post-it note and write how much it was, uh, it it was for and write what it was and put the date on it, put it in your pocket and then have one place where you're putting all your receipts, uh, you know, throughout the month. And then at the end of the month, sit down and go ahead and, and look at your receipts and put them in categories all right here this is food this is you know utility bills or bills this is gas this is this this is that and so you go ahead and categorize them all and see where your money was spent or this was just frivolous you know stop at the convenience store wasn't really thinking bought a candy bar here bought a soda there and then you know so categorize all that kind of stuff and see where your money is coming from and or go where your money is going to And, uh, it'll start to give you an idea of like, man, I, I have this amount of money and I should be able to put a little bit more away. And so it just gives you an idea of, of your habits of your money habits and what's going on. So, um, again, I hope that this really helps if, if it does help, and this is something that is important for you, I would greatly appreciate it. If you would email me or come leave a comment in this episode because I I really would like to hear from you if this is something that resonates with you. It's like, Todd, I do not have enough money to prep. I do not have enough money to do all the things that I want to do. I feel like debt is one of those things that's just, just continually piling up on me and I feel like I can't get out from underneath it if that's you, I'd really would love to hear that that that's you and that this does resonate out there because I think this is very important, not just for preppers, but for um, just Americans out there. I mean, you heard the statistics. You heard how much debt people have. We really need to start making better decisions about our finances because that opens up so many opportunities for us it you know in the future whether that is a future that we are concerned about or whether the skies are blue and everything is great it opens up greater uh, greater opportunities for us there well guys like i said at the beginning of this podcast i'm going to link to this article in the show notes so you can click on to it and uh, you can go read it maybe you might want to read part 2 and part 3 and get some more ideas of how you can save some money and how you can get out of debt and have more money for your preparedness. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 407. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to the Prepper website podcast. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And one last thing, I greatly appreciate it. When you come over to the podcast website and you share our our episodes on social media, that is just a great blessing. I really do appreciate that. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.